0: Schmidt Beer, the brew that grew to be best in the Great Northwest. America's fastest-growing beer. The most a host can do for friends is serve Valley Forge. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco.
1: Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now... Coming to you socially distanced, where the beer is required, but the pants are optional. Greg, Scott, Dan, and Pantless Alley. That's right. (laughs) Welcome in, everybody. That is us. We are the Unfiltered gentlemen. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for listening along. I am Greg. Over there is... I can't see anybody's fake names anymore. Is Scott? I know. I have to get one. And the other I-can't-see-your-fake-name, Dan? What up? And, of course, Pantless Alley.
2: Hi. I'm not wearing any pants.
1: You never are. No. It's what we've come to expect. They're overrated. That's what your neighbors have told us anyway. Yeah, the neighbors are big (laughs) fans of yours. Big, (laughs) big fans. (laughs) They've called the cops on me a lot of times. I bet they do, yeah. They go, oh, she's got a uh, seltzer again. Everybody get your cameras out. (laughs)
2: She's (laughs) not going to remember any of this. That's for
1: sure. Uh, So thanks, everyone, for listening, for joining. We uh, have a lot to get to today. But first, shout out. Excuse me. That was gross. To Ironton, Ohio. Ironton, Ohio being our top listening city of last week. Thank you guys. I looked him up. It's like eleven thousand people. Small, small town in Iron in Ohio. Ironton, Ohio. So thanks for listening along. Let us know what you're drinking over there. Tweet at us or something. I think the whole town listens to us. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it. They gather uh, in a little cafeteria and mm -hmm. they all gather around the the one speaker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget when you're on the socials to hashtag show us your beers. Rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you're getting your pods. Like I said, we got a lot to get to. Uh, We have some very important breakfast burrito talk. This is going to really draw a line in the sand here, quite possibly. Uh, Dan's got sports for us. We have a brand new segment that I'm very excited about. Allie is uh, doing babes, supporting babes, some booze news to get to. And of course, we're all going to be drinking some beers. So speaking of that, let's kick things off and find out what Allie's drinking over there. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week.
3: And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I say, I
0: think I'll have myself a beer.
1: What beer are you having yourself?
2: I am having, I'm drinking local. I am having Mario Tart, Booberry Boneyard.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: It was released right around Halloween because it was canned on October 28th. Okay. And. The
1: day that will live in infamy.
2: And, <laughs> and yes. <laughs> um, on Untapped, it has a 4.33, 7.4 ABV, and the description is short and sweet, kettle sour with blueberry, raspberry, and blackberry.
1: Short and sweet indeed.
2: Mhm. You know, I pick my beers according to the description.
1: I wish you and Scott could get together and, and work on that a little bit.
2: <laughs> Scott doesn't give a shit cause he doesn't have to read them.
1: That is accurate. Let me tell you this.
2: He chooses the longer ones on purpose.
1: Yeah. Another one coming in hot today. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> good old Scott.
1: Yeah. So I am a huge fan. Thanks to you. I'm a huge fan of eight bit and basically everything they do. Their sours are phenomenal. Their IPAs or hazies are so, so good. Uh, Tell us, how is Boo Berry?
2: It does not disappoint. It's mm. First of all, it's sexy. It's very, very gorgeous. As Ooh. you guys can see, I'm holding it up for you guys to see. Yeah, nice yeah. looking
1: cans over there. Mm-hmm. Damn.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I'm actually, even though you guys really can't see me, I really am holding it up to the screen like you can. <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> now you just outed yourself.
2: It makes me feel like you guys can really see me in my, my Lucha Libre PJs.
0: See, see. <laughs>
2: Um, it's mask, great. great. It's it's a really solid sour. It's um, got all the berries. It's, look, it's kettle sour. I don't know. It's it's really good. Lots of blueberry.
1: The ABV is pretty high for a kettle sour. Is that uh, you, know, you, you feeling it? You tasting it?
2: Well, you know, it's it's not hot. No, there's no heat. Mm. It's pretty smooth. Um, I feel like eight bit doesn't fuck around with like the low ball abvs i haven't seen many beers that are like in this lower than seven percent
1: my heroes yeah they Don't mess around with that 0.5 shit i've been seeing on the gram lately
2: oh jeez that that's a thing
1: oh i've been seeing a lot of it
2: oh jeez
1: i don't i don't know what's going on i don't know if people ran out of problems in 2020s so they can go to non-alcoholic <laughs> beer or what
2: yeah we need more alcohol maybe maybe scott's just drinking it all
1: yeah, that's it. Oh, man. I yeah. my vegan food. <laughs>
2: He's
1: got his cowboy burger and his
0: alcohol over there. Yes, indeed. I mean, uh, one of my yeah. biggest
4: problems this year has been the non-alcohol beverages coming out.
1: I know. That comes out, and look, then there's the Rona. It makes me drink more alcohol. It's true. Allie, winner over there? Is that Let's what start. we're saying?
2: Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and I just poured it again, poured a little more, topped it off. The, nice. the head's super Pink bit disappears really quickly though. It's got that like disappearing head, but <laughs> So many comments <laughs> to be made. <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a great beer. 8 bit never disappoints.
1: That is for sure. Uh, yes. all right, very nice. Let's let's have a little discussion over here. Have a grievance to share. It's time for a crotch talk. I don't have any grievances. Allie, anything going on over there in that neck of the woods?
2: Oh. Oh my gosh, guys, drum roll, please. Uh-oh. My kids are going back to school. <laughs> oh, wow. Bye. Bye, kids. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Going back tomorrow. Bye, shows. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because, and then I, we were talking about it at dinner, and my daughter said something about picking her up from school. And I'm like, oh, you're going to school tomorrow. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to school tomorrow. Like, that means wow. I have to do
1: something. Oh, guy,
2: I've been I have been Jonesing to get my routine back. So this is this is good. This is perfect. I've been slacking on working out, and enough is enough. I'm ready to get my routine back. I like having a structured day, so it's perfect. And it's kind of weird though. Tomorrow, like it's her first actual day of high school. Oh, Oh, freshman. I know. Yeah, she's a freshman, and he's a sophomore. So they'll be on campus together, and. I don't know. It's it's. I'm probably going to get emotional in a minute but because now I'm really thinking about it. Okay. Uh-oh. It's fine. I can't even tell you
3: what to expect as a freshman in high school post-Rona or during the Rona, really. like I mean, it's a different yeah, experience
1: out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, he's like, back in my day, we made out. All- oh, wait. No, you can't make out <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, we used to share uh, joints. We'd pass the joint. Oh, no, oh yeah. no. can't.
2: No, you no, can't do no, that yeah. anymore.
1: Have your own joints. Uh, yeah. Well, good luck.
0: Yeah. I think
2: that's part of the school
4: rules now. You have to have your own joints. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. BYOJ.
4: So let me ask you something. Maybe you don't know this, but is a lot of the counties going back to school? Or, I mean, is this a thing?
2: Um, So we are in San Diego County and a lot, there's a little bit of both. There's Hmm. um, some schools aren't going back until January at the earliest. We were supposed okay. to go back at the very beginning of October and there was actually a large uh all the teachers got together and they were they had a list of demands. They wanted their childcare being taken care of and you know I think they just got sure. used to um I don't know if they got used to the virtual learning in their jammies and got super Probably. cozy with that <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know because I don't want to sell them short at all. I know that the teachers have been working their asses off and working longer hours than normal. Yeah. So um, I don't want to discredit them in the least, but um, and they'll be the
1: ones that have to be exposed to those little shits.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and then so my kids will only go back two days a week. They're mm. they are separated into groups, and so they go. You know, um, they're going to be going Tuesday, Thursday, and then the other days they'll be doing the Zoom calls or the virtual learning or whatever while the other half of the group is in class and they'll okay. be stream it from the screen. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's two days a week, but it's it's okay.
0: Yeah. They're it's a start. Stoked. It's a start, Yeah, they're
2: stoked. They're super happy. They no, miss their good. friends. They miss their yeah. routine. All that stuff. So yeah, for us, um I don't know. Just for this little area, we're we're going back, but there are some other people that are still on the on the wait list. he's
1: yeah. gonna be doing some day drinking.
2: <laughs> no, I actually, I'm gonna stop day drinking. Is what's gonna happen. <laughs> no. I've been day drinking since March, <laughs> since March 13th to be exact. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great day. So yeah, I'm gonna drop cool. off the
2: kids tomorrow, and I'm gonna go kickboxing, and yeah. I'm just I'm ready oh, nice. to go. Raise yeah. It
0: up.
4: Nice. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I live across the street from a high school, despite the court order, and uh, I haven't seen any life <laughs> there yet of anybody you know going back to school. So
2: you're one of those freckles on the map. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, the school by maps. his house
1: hasn't come back, not because of the Rona, just because of who lives across the street. Be. <laughs>
2: right? It's really because they're trying to relocate the entire campus.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're looking for a satellite campus, as they're calling it. <laughs> so last week, Dan just. Happened to bring up the delicious breakfast burrito and Miche that he got mm-hmm. in the drive-thru after a night of drinking. And boy, did this spark some controversy on Whoa, the gram. Wow. Whoa. Oh! Way to go, Dan. So apparently in Australia, they don't call them breakfast burritos. Oh. Yeah. So I got a comment from Exceptional Grogs on the gram. Give him a follow. Other than this, he's a great guy. He says, <laughs> I always wondered why you guys call them breakfast burritos are they chili like a normal one or is it just bacon and eggs in a wrap? Oh. And I said, we take our breakfast burritos very seriously in Southern California. It's more than just bacon and eggs. This might call for a complete discussion. Ooh. And uh, so I asked him, I said, well, what do you, would you call yours? He said, we just call them breakfast wraps. No. Oh! So then I went to the gram and I posted a, a poll on the story and I said, I put a picture of what I would consider breakfast breakfast burrito. And I said, is this a breakfast burrito or a wrap? And the results as of recording are 81% burrito, 19% wrap.
2: Oh, good.
4: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, we live pretty close to Mexico, so...
1: Thank yeah. God that most of the world is right on that one with, with the burrito. Yeah, I, I've noticed with a wrap, it's like a
3: lot. Like you know, if you get a wrap somewhere, it's like cleaner. There's a lot of vegetables in yeah. it or something like Healthier. that. You get a burrito, kind of vegan it doesn't crap. fuck around. Yeah, you, like you get the cowboy as,
2: wrap. Exactly, <laughs>
3: and, and and if you get a really good burrito anywhere, they they always uh, cook the bur- in the, the tortilla in grease, so it's mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. extra yes. layer of
1: fat on top of it. So like, <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, come it on, like this in. is not a wrap, dude.
1: I feel like people in this country, outside of Southern California, don't know about cooking your tortilla in grease. Yeah, like I feel like that's that's foreign to people outside of this region. At least put it in butter or something. Yeah, I always put mine in butter mm-hmm. just because I don't have you know a bunch of grease standing by.
2: <laughs> oh well, my husband's Hispanic and I tend to cook hispanic dishes sometimes so i know better and i actually have the the bacon grease in the Mm. refrigerator always ready to go oh look at when i make frijoles and anything else i I always have the when i make bacon i drain it into my little things my jar so i can always have the bacon grease on hand
0: (laughs) not all
1: heroes wear capes some wear
2: onesies Uh (laughs) 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 Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But you
3: got to do that, you know, with the breakfast, like, you know, there's nothing goes to waste after you cook the bacon, then you can use the grease and like, Mm -hmm. you know, for whatever you need it for, you know?
2: Yeah. I also think that we are extremely hashtag blessed in Southern California. I don't think anybody knows the level of breakfast burritos we're even talking about right now.
1: Right. no no one can really understand until no. they've come here i mean there's no. nothing worse than when i travel out of state i mean i love yeah. traveling out of state but then you see it's like oh mexican food it's like okay <laughs> yeah we'll see about that
2: with an asterisk next to it
1: yeah it's <laughs> kind of like a barry bonds record <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> or the dodgers winning the world series
1: Mm-mm. oh, oh. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i, so I, much I just want say
2: i picture wraps with the green tortilla
1: me too yeah, and like sprouts. I feel like there should be
2: sprouts There's in a wrap. There's definitely sprouts and tomatoes and like like it's just a lot. The tortilla crunches. Yeah. It like breaks when it folds. Cause it's like cold when they fold it.
3: I could see it like in a like in a white tortilla or whatever you want to call it, but it's always cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like yeah. a nice warm tortilla. Like yeah, I don't know.
2: I think we can agree wraps are cold.
1: Yeah, yeah, so this this begs the question. And, and so I started talking about like hangover food on the gram with some people. And this really started a whole conversation. So this begs the question, I think, as as four people from Southern California, um, we really need to tell people what a breakfast burrito is all about. So I was thinking maybe we go through one by one and we could kind of list off, like, what is your perfect breakfast burrito? Um, I, I'll kick things off. I, I love chorizo. And I also love al pastor, so I want chorizo. I want some pastor inside there with some eggs and some cheese and just an illegal amount of hot sauce
0: <laughs> wrapped up,
1: wrapped up. Oh, and onions wrapped up in that greasy ass heart clogging tortilla with some guacamole <laughs> on the side and a little more hot sauce. Oof. Yeah, Mic I'll co I'll co sign all of that. The, the when I usually go out,
3: like if I'm too like you know, hung over to actually, you want to make anything. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go out, usually you get a breakfast burrito. Yeah, it will have egg. Of course it has al pastor. Usually they'll put like beans and rice in there too. When I make one though, I always chop up the potatoes, the papas, mm. and I put the chorizo with the papas, and then like I mix it up with some bacon. You have some leftover al pastor, you put that in there too. You fry up an egg, wrap that bad boy in there. You Ooh. leave the egg just a little bit, so like when you know it's real hard to like you know wrap up the tortilla, but mm. if you can do it without <laughs> popping the motherfucker when you bite into it, it's gonna be so fucking good. So th- that's Damn, how I that's make my up. breakfast tortilla, and like th- and I think like I said, that's the difference between breakfast burrito. And you know, a wrap
1: is just lots of pig in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I will say, no rice and beans in my breakfast burrito. That's for lunch and dinner only. Right, right. Ooh. Yeah. You're like you get them to go
3: somewhere, like usually they do it like that. But when I make it, that's how mm-hmm. I make it. Exactly. Allie,
1: what about you?
2: Oh, guy. Well, I got to start by saying I don't love meat, so I'm actually no. down with a bean and cheese
1: burrito. <laughs> we do bean and cheese and eggs. Way a set us all no, back. No here. eggs, no yeah. eggs,
2: eggs. I no eggs. I have to be like
1: you rocking that cowboy burger.
2: The egg, that's why I still Cowboy can't burrito. figure out why he's so mad at the vegan food. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> but wow. okay, so I have two. I have two choices. I definitely know egg on either of them. I can only do eggs over easy, like, I don't know, maybe. Um, no, beating no cheese, Beating cheese, but wet, like with the enchilada oh, yeah. sauce. Okay. I'm down. I'm down with that. So that's just simple bean and cheese, or I go with machaca, but no egg. Just like mm. the machaca with the onions and the peppers and tortilla. Man.
3: I can't believe you're not down with the pig. I, I gotta I add to mine, I gotta put the salsa and you gotta put a little squeeze of lemon in there too. Oh, but yeah, I usually don't put a little cheese in there. I kinda skip out on the cheese for whatever. Oh, reason. I forgot to say, yeah, cheese. I'm all for cheese. In I'm the a sucker period. for
2: cheese. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I can't do hot sauce because I I have too weak of a stomach. And never, there's no promises (laughs) it's staying down if I'm that hungover.
1: (laughs) Not (laughs) staying down or just going down further. (laughs) I
2: I, it doesn't. Yeah, like staying down meaning like I um
1: doesn't sit with you. I
2: might throw it up. I don't know how to say that nicely. The hot sauce,
0: huh? Wow. (laughs) Well,
2: I'm just saying anything. I have a really weak stomach, guys, and so like there's sometimes. I'm st- I'm like a still like a 16 year old with my hangovers in the morning I I throw up so
3: thoughts and prayers right thanks my,
4: thanks my heart yeah. goes
2: out I usually just try to get it out the night before so I don't have to <laughs> sleep on it
4: Well there's that. Okay, that's
2: enough. I'm done talking about this. You got so.
1: Yeah, Scott, <laughs> breakfast burrito.
4: Uh, breakfast burrito for me it have to be have uh, chorizo, bacon, uh eggs cheese refried beans and some onions and some chilies mm. oh, so, right so you're a
1: beans in your breakfast burrito I, I? I do
4: like the beans the refried beans yeah. in there yeah.
1: yeah you know for me it's not so much that i don't like the flavor of it it's that i know that means they're skimping out on the meat no it's a cheap filler it's cheaper yeah. than chorizo or bacon so they're gonna put some beans there uh-uh i want the chorizo oh, okay. i want the bacon
4: I
2: want the <laughs> i'm pastor. not mad at that i'd rather have the beans
1: I like the taste. I mean,
4: I went to meat, but I like the taste of the refrieds. I think that makes a difference in a lot of the Mexican food I eat.
0: Mm, I am going to say I
2: make really good refried beans. Just saying.
1: We're all going to Allie's house. She keeps grease in the fridge for tortillas. (laughs) She Mm -hmm. makes refried beans.
2: Mm -hmm. I've been told I make better refried beans than my mother-in-law. She's a Hispanic woman.
1: Shots fired. (gasps) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. She doesn't listen to the show. I'm safe, I think.
1: For now. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) send her an email.
2: I know. Does Does she email? not telling <laughs> <laughs>
1: allie's oh one last thing i forgot to mention so this whole thing spurred some hangover food talk on the gram as well and we ended up getting an email email from uh, our friend sir food savage up in canada he says uh subject hangover food Message Well, I like to start with a Beyond Meat Cowboy Burger with veggie sticks. <laughs> Ooh. And then, after I vomit that up with the booze, <laughs> <laughs> I rock the McGangbang from McDonald's.
2: Oh, McGangbang? Uh,
1: McGangbang? What yeah, is that? So, so, as someone that used to work at McDonald's, I did not know what the McGangbang was, but I talked to somebody else. they so like, Oh, yeah, I know what that is. I was like, Is this a like thing? the secret menu? Yeah, it sounds, so, no, it
2: sounds like something that happens in the refrigerator.
1: So apparently the McGangbang is a double cheeseburger with a junior chicken sandwich smack dab in the middle of it. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) So you can order that? I no. I don't think. I think you have to order (laughs) them separately and and smash it together.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, because I'm going in
1: there. Give me a (laughs) McGangbang. I used to make, when I worked there, I used to make uh, surf and Turf Deluxe. Oh, yes. That was delicious. <laughs> so it was a double cheeseburger, filet fish patty, and some french fries all in a, in yeah. a, in a bun with wow. some sauce and you ketchup and shit.
3: New sandwiches over here. You
1: okay. know where I got that from was uh, Jack Black. He did one of those like MTV shows where they followed him for a day. And he's like, I love the Surf and Turf Deluxe. <laughs> and then they went through the drive-thru and, and like he ordered all the separate ingredients and then he sat in the backseat and put it together. I was like, fuck that i work here i'm gonna put it together now <laughs> there
3: you go
4: wasn't oh, bad wasn't bad it was, cool. it was
1: great yeah you made one for me oh man that was good yeah so that was that was the surf and turf deluxe but yeah this McGangbang. gangbang i'm i'm not a, i'm not mad at it <laughs> yeah that's so.
3: pretty good um you know i also like uh, a michelada too in the morning
1: like that'll cure me right up with the breakfast burrito so mm-hmm. i have to say i'm not a fan of tomato so i don't do the bloody mary and i don't do the miches
3: Oh, mm. my God. Really? Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because
3: I don't know. You for me, you know like somebody. the Bloody
1: Mary, I'm cool with it. But
3: like me and vodka, like we don't get along, man. I don't oh, know God, what it no. is. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, the Michelada,
1: that's more beer on top of, you know, like you said, with the Clamato and everything. Oh,
0: that's mm-hmm. so good.
1: You know what I'll do in the morning? I'll just crack a beer. Like nothing better to sell your stomach than like an 805. Huh? But it's like,
2: how's that first sip though?
1: Delicious. Ooh, <laughs>
2: it doesn't make you like your tongue sweat like you want to throw up a little bit. <laughs>
1: depends on the night before
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) see the problem
1: is like the the wife and like if we're hanging out with uh you know a couple of friends that we usually hang out with they always want champagne they want mimosas and while i enjoy a mimosa my stomach doesn't enjoy a mimosa oh and so it's like i can maybe have one anything over that it's like i need something something better so or not better but not so upsetting so that's when i break out like an 805 or something light like that yeah Um, a lot of times i'll just go straight for the 805 it the the i don't know the malts or whatever and it's a light easy beer it just settles the stomach real nice settles your tummy yeah. it does it's better than tums
3: yeah <laughs>
2: well
1: it
3: sounds like that dude needs to come take a trip to california and get himself a breakfast burrito like for real you know what i mean so so he can have one and understand what we're talking
1: about that this ain't a rap man
2: right Yeah. exactly yeah that, this is that. this
1: is no rap this is extremely different not rap at all so all you uh, australians out there hmm come up to california we'll take you out for some burritos that's Ooh, right that be
2: fun yeah
1: dan knows where to go or we just yeah. take you to allie's house i guess yeah <laughs> yeah right i'm down with that yeah yeah so
2: cowboy burritos for everybody <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to allie's house uh very nice all right we, we, we got a few more things to get to especially the uh, best beers in america but before we do that let's find out speaking of beer what dan is drinking over there
3: All right, so i'm drinking uh fog this which is a new england ipa from humble sea brewing company oh yeah yeah i like the name fog this you know it's a little hey did he just say that no <laughs> fog fog f-o-g this yeah yeah it's a 6.3 percent
1: abv uh i need you to fact check this for me real quick okay Greg. no ibu's uh, according to Untapped, no IBUs yeah. and Humble C does like one-off releases. They very rarely have like a series of beers or one they'll they'll make again. Uh-huh. So they don't have a lot of information on their website. So I'm sure there are IBUs in it to some extent, but uh, uh. not reported. Okay, well they need like a yeah like a NR, not
3: reported or NA or something, <laughs> cause incomplete something. Did cause not that pass go. Yeah. Totally fucking confused me on that. And then uh and then uh, yeah, four point two three on Untapped. And uh, from the brewery, it's like a nice, simple uh, description here. Mm -hmm. Uh, DDH Foggy IPA with Nelson, El Dorado, and Sabro hops. Very nice. nice. Yeah, if you guys can see this, it is cloudy AF Mm because it is, yeah, New England. Cloudy as fog. You know, oh, oh, I like that. I should have said that. Yeah, and there's, you can see, uh, at least I can see there's some junk in the bottom of it, obviously, because, you know,
1: New England IPA. Yeah, Um, a little junk in the trunk. Yeah, I love (laughs) Humble Seas Foggy series. It, to me, it's a little different than just your regular hazy. Like, they really have made something unique up there. Yeah, Santa Cruz. And I can co sign that too. Like, this
3: one, at least, like, Seems like ha- hazies are usually a little, like, kind of fruity and you know, that way. And this one's mm-hmm. juicy, too, but uh, I feel like I get all of the bite on the 6.3%, and that's yep. what I kind of like about it, and I think that's what you kind of
1: generally get from a New England, like, IPA. Yeah, and, and one thing that I love about basically every beer that Humble Sea makes, especially their foggies, just pillowy soft. So, mm-hmm. so soft in the mouth. Yep. Yeah, you gotta love that that mouth fill there. Also, so so soft in the mouth is now gonna have to be a drop.
5: <laughs> Perfect. Thank oh, you. God. God, damn
1: it! I can usually avoid that. You did it to yourself. I, I really did. <laughs> so um, yeah, gonna... you
2: might you might create the drop, but are you ever gonna use it? No. Yeah. No. No, because you're mean, the bus. You get you're, you're the conductor.
1: You're you're welcome to pull the drop and play it yourself. Oh well, I How can I repeat it. I guess. <laughs> Uh, very nice i i love me some humble sea. i've got a huge crush on the humble sea. they're making some amazing beer and and i've said it before but i'm part of their uh their their monthly subscription thing and it's, it's just the best and it's to the point like they send me so much send me i i buy so much beer from them <laughs> that uh it gets the point it's like hey uh i better start drinking some of this because we got more in the closet and more on the way and oh start, man start having some humble sea parties
2: I feel like when you talk about your membership, you're bragging because you know that you you got it and I didn't.
1: <laughs> I pulled some strings.
2: Gosh, darn it!
1: Yeah, because
2: sending anyways. peen pictures. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Dang.
1: The, some foggy peen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you should check with your doctor.
1: Maybe I should. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to Dan's some. Dan's trying top- not to throw up. Yeah, I know. Some (laughs) top-rated beers. Zimmer G Magazine announces the best beers in America for 2020. Uh, Zimmer G Magazine, obviously huge magazine in the world of brewing and home brewing. So we'll go through this real quickly. I just thought we could share. Uh, Top-ranked breweries, feel free to comment. Tied for 10th place, both Stone and Firestone, Walker Brewing Companies. Number nine, New Belgium. Number eight, The Alchemist. Number seven, Deschutes. Number six, Treehouse Brewing. Number five, Dogfish Head. Number four, Founders Brewing. Number three, Russian River. Number two, Sierra Nevada. And number one, Bell's Brewery.
2: Oh, Oh, wow.
1: Right? Coming in number one. Uh, I don't know why we still have non-craft beer on these (laughs) lists, but we do. Yeah,
3: it's interesting.
1: They always Mm -hmm. kind of sneak in there. It, it must be one of those things that they're easy to get, so people vote for it. It's kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It's craft beer, right? It's not Budweiser, right? They don't keep <laughs> up with that stuff. They have better things to do than than we do. Mm. Uh, and then the top ten ranked beers are number ten, North Coast's Old Rasputin, delicious. Number nine, Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA. Number uh, tied for seventh is uh, Founders Kentucky Breakfast Out, No thanks. And Boulevard's Tank 7 Farmhouse Ale. That's a good one. Uh, number six, Three Floyd's Zombie Dust. Number five, Bell's Hop Slam. Number four, The Alchemist's Heady Topper, which is amazing. Number three, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Number two, of course, Russian River Pliny the Elder. Yeah. When will Blind Pig start t- taking the place of Pliny the Elder on these lists? <laughs> Please. And then number one. For sure. Top Ranked Beer. Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. I think that's the third year in a row. Wow. Mm, there you have it.
3: Yeah, jump on some Bell's there. I, I'm surprised I haven't had a uh, zombie dust.
1: Usually mm. I'm all over those zombie beers, but I haven't had that <laughs> one. <laughs> Three. I, you know, I've had some from Three Floyds. I don't think I've had zombie dust either. Hmm. Three Floyds has come through to four a few times. Let's see if if maybe I get some hands on some for, yeah. for us yeah, to try. Yeah, got some zombie dust there. Exactly. Uh, all right. Before we get to sports, old timey word of the week: socket money. Socket money. It's it's basically hush money that was paid by a caught married man who oh. was caught uh Ooh. messing around on his wife. Oh boy, oh, man! Ooh. Socket money. Why socket
3: money though? I, I don't. he was hitting <laughs> the wrong socket. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) or maybe he
1: he kept it in his sock for when he got. Or maybe
3: he's like keeping it like in a socket, like he's already like hiding stuff from his wife. He's probably hiding money too. That's That's, you know. I gotta
2: go with Dan on this one. I immediately pictured like homie the clown with like his like sock, you know, but with money
0: in it. Don't play that.
2: I'm I'm, I like pictured him like beating the guy or the whatever with the sock with the money in it <laughs>
1: totally makes sense oh man nice callback by the way that's a good one all right let's find out what's going on in the world of sports Ooh. and now the sports
3: brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com.
1: whether it's the baltimore chop or the one-two punch it's time for sports
3: All right, so in uh, NFL news, uh, the Steelers are still undefeated, 8-0 for the first time in franchise history. Did you guys catch any of that game they had against the Cowboys? Did not. Oh, oh no. man! Well, it was actually kind of close, and it was supposed to be a blowout. The way the Cowboys have been playing, but uh, right, yeah, their quarterback Garrett Gilbert actually he was playing pretty well. I was really surprised, and maybe things did he were break going a leg up?
1: or something. Or hey,
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, he didn't quite pull a Dak out there, but uh, he was doing it right. In fact, they did this one play too on the, on a punt return where the guy like caught it and then threw like a lateral to somebody else and the guy almost scored a fucking touchdown. It was wow. like something out of like the the longest yard or something. <laughs> it was crazy.
1: Yeah, I only watched the morning game, which unfortunately for me
3: was the Chargers. Oh yeah. That is yeah. unfortunate. That was a pretty yeah. good game too. It I was, mean, uh, you know, yeah. Unless you're a, a Charger of, fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, a couple of yeah. interceptions on both sides. It, it was a sloppy game, but it was it was an alright yeah. game.
3: Yeah, it was a game.
1: It was a game. <laughs> it
3: was
4: a game. That is fact. Yeah. <laughs>
3: something to watch when nothing else yeah. is on. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, Redskins quarterback Kyle Allen. Uh, supposedly, I put in the round down that he broke his ankle. Supposedly, he dislocated it, and he only has like a uh, like a short like fracture or something, oh. a small fracture on it. And uh, I thought he'd be out for the season. Now they're kind of saying that he might not be out for the season. But if you guys watch that thing, it is disgusting. I mean, it like borders on some fucking Joe thigh. I mean, what's Ooh. up with red skin quarterbacks and breaking their say. goddamn legs? <laughs> like, You got like fucking Joe thighs. You got Alex Smith. And now you got this fucking guy.
1: Ugh, no, I did not see it. And uh, if it's anything like Dax or anything like that, I don't need to see it. It was disgusting. Yeah, his
3: foot is flopping around. So oh, yeah. I am very surprised that it was just a dislocation and not a break.
1: So. I, I still laugh because when we, I watched Dax break his you know we were watching that game right and the, and the wife goes his shoe came off I'm like Mm-mm, that was not his
3: shoe <laughs> i swear to god i thought i was thinking the same thing i was like maybe it's just his shoe i was like oh no it's his fucking foot you can see no, the his bun sticking off. out oh yeah. my god disgusting yes and then uh also uh panthers running back christian mccaffrey he came back what do you have, like uh, 151 and two touchdowns for all you fantasy football oh. players out there? You're probably like, hey, he's ready to come back. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to sit back out probably with a shoulder injury. <laughs> uh. he's, um, he's getting up there in age, isn't he? Is he? I don't know. I kind of feel like he's still in the prime of his career. I, I know that... Uh, you know the Panthers just may have screwed up. I mean, the guy was just barely coming back from eight weeks on the injured reserve, and they give him fifty fucking touches right off the bat. So oh man, maybe that's because well, they're, they're did desperate. Yeah, they really are. And 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 I think didn't they kind of keep pace with the Chiefs? I'm not too sure, but um, actually they did. They only lost by two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they they had a pretty good game. So um, but yeah, he was a major reason why, and uh, now he probably won't be able to play against the Buccaneers. Yikes. Sorry, Wendy. Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> That's all I can hear right now is my poor Wendy girl's heart breaking.
3: Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I'm sad. We got to have that drop of that dude from the water, boy. We suck again.
2: <laughs> no. No. Nothing to break Wendy's heart. Oh, you can man. do it all night long. <laughs> there we go. That's the one we need.
3: Oh, man. And uh, next we got our Raiders head coach, John Gruden, fined. Actually, the whole team was fined like a total of dollars $650,000. And uh, the Raiders lose their sixth round pick for Ooh. not following uh, like COVID-19 procedures. I guess their offensive tackle, Trent Brown, got coronavirus. And I don't know what they did. I was trying to look online to see what happened. I didn't really see. They always said, oh, related to his injury, that they didn't follow guidelines or something. And oh. they just fucking took a pick away, which... I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of surprised about that. I mean, the Titans have been breaking it left and right, almost had to have two (laughs) bye weeks in one season and ruin the whole NFL season single-handedly, and nothing happens to them. But, of course, the Raiders lose their fucking draft pick.
1: Well, I I am surprised not more has happened to the Titans. I know that the NFL, we talked about a few weeks ago, said that we're going to like install cameras, and if you guys aren't following protocol, we're going to start finding and taking away draft picks. So I'm not surprised that they've done that. I mean, it's all... It's all a PR thing, whether their Mm -hmm. players are getting Rona or not. Like, do you think Roger Goodell gives a shit if somebody gets the Rona? Not really. Sit Mm -hmm. out, come back in two weeks. You'll be fine. But it's a PR thing and it makes them look bad. So they said they were going to start finding and take away draft picks. And I know that the Raiders had a few players go out to some like parties and charity events. (laughs) And there's videos of them not distancing and not wearing masks and being like doing everything you're not really supposed to do and uh it's it's all a pr thing the, the league doesn't want to look stupid
3: right i mean on one hand i can say that uh you know obviously it's the raiders and of course they're going to give out the harshest punishment to the raiders because they just fucking hate them for whatever reason <laughs> on the other hand if i'm a raider i'm kind of thinking hey the the if the league is really st- installing fucking cameras everywhere they're probably watching us extra fucking hard <laughs> maybe we should try to be like a model citizen and not right. fuck up so I don't know. I guess there's two sides of that coin.
1: Leave it to the Raiders to go. eh, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's what happened. And then uh, NBA season that's supposed to start late next month. So late I, December. I, yeah, I think the official date is December twenty second. So okay. I'm surprised it's not Christmas Day like they did in 2011-2012 season. But apparently they're shooting for the 22nd. I guess what they want is, you know, that they don't want to miss out on their big day, which is when they have, like, what, five games in one day on Christmas and everybody's watching because, you know, what else is there to do? And but, the
1: Lakers are always on Christmas. Yeah, it's and, like, come on, yeah. you
3: really want to spend time with your family or would you rather watch some basketball? Basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? so I think up the that, basketball.
1: Yeah. I know there's been different talks about the basketball season starting. Has there been any talk that they might have to push it back even further?
3: I don't think they want to. I, I think, uh, oh, I know they don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, you know, uh, un, un, uh, undisclosed on this, uh, podcast, they have lost quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. That's all sports have. Yeah. Yeah. The whole coronavirus thing. And, uh, I think what they, they don't want to miss out on that cash cow Christmas day that's, that yeah, they have. So yeah, I think with the, they, the players in the league will probably benefit from a longer break. But I think as far as like revenue, they, they want to keep that date. So I think there's nothing moving on that one. And are they going back to the bubble? Has that been discussed? I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because even in the bubble, they had what, 22 teams, I think it was, 22 teams in like Some weird had, number like that. Yeah, yeah. And they only had to play like probably less than 20 games in there. Like it would be hard. I'd like to see what they're going to do with 30 teams in 82 game season. Even 50 games might be hard to do for them. So.
1: Well, I heard they're going to knock down 10 games, like go to a 72. Yeah, season. I heard 72 games. Yeah,
3: I, I've heard like 55. I've heard 72. I'm not too sure. So, but either way, even anything more than 50 with 30 teams in a bubble, that would be interesting to see how they even do it.
4: Yeah, that's yeah. true.
3: So, yeah,
4: you know. I haven't seen anything on that and how they're going to do it. If they Are they going to go to a bubble or are they going to just, you know, go to different, you know, arenas or what they're going to do about that? Right
3: and what's funny about that is they got you know they're giving themselves the deadline of less than a month to figure it out yeah i mean like if anyone's to blame if this is a complete fucking shit show it's them you know because they wanted to keep that christmas day game going so that is that is true you know so i guess we'll see what happens that is
1: we will see yeah Mm -hmm. and that's sports Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) all right let's find out what uh scott's drinking over there Not one to shy away from long descriptions. Scott is drinking (laughs) Mother Earth Brewing's Syntax Imperial Stout. 8.1%, 55 IBUs to 3.87 on untapped and an 89 on beer advocate. From the brewery, they say, don't let it fool you. This is an Imperial Stout first and foremost. Deep, dark malts lend espresso notes and British crystal malts contribute the perfect toffee and caramel flavor. Despite the dry finish, there's a wonderful molasses character, complements of brown cane sugar, and just enough residual sugar to finish full-bodied but never cloying. The peanut butter is simply featured to augment what is already there, a fantastic example of a legendary beer style. Mm. How is yeah. that legendary beer style you get over there? Very legendary indeed. <laughs> nice. uh, first of all, I don't taste any peanut butter really
4: i do not i mean it could be there and it could be something wrong with my taster
1: but uh, sure um a lot of chocolate a lot of coffee i you know i was surprised that peanut butter was not in the name and it wasn't mentioned until the end of the description basically
4: yeah pretty much and even on the label it's very bottom it says imperial peanut butter stout and that's kind of one of the reasons i "Eh, i'll try a peanut butter why not but Yeah. uh, yeah i I'm not disappointed. It's still good, but I do not taste peanut butter. Mm. So, so don't
1: come around if you're looking for
4: peanut if butter. I mean, maybe you can try it. it. I mean, it could be me. I mean, it, it's kind of like at, at the very end, I mean, I like get the chocolate and the, the coffee and all that. And then like kind of as the aftertaste comes around, it feels like you just took a swig of maple syrup. Oh,
3: man. <laughs> that's what I like, that sweet, sticky. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. It's pretty good. Ooh-wee. Put it in the air. <laughs> Get
0: that
1: sticky icky. Um, all right, very nice. Well, I was excited for the peanut butter, but I guess, I guess, was I was too. Butter.
4: Like my wife, I was very disappointed.
1: Oh, <laughs> add it to the list. <laughs> uh, we have, like I said, a new segment. This is called Babe Supporting Babes. This no is Allie reaching out to <laughs> you did fantastic. <laughs> this is Allie reaching out to different beer babes on the ground because. What's creepier than a guy like me going, hey, <laughs> check out this beer, babe. She's pretty hot and drinks beer. So we figured let's class things up. Let's make it a little better. Let's do babes supporting babes. And that's exactly what we did. And here is the first ever babe supporting babes. This rum doxy loves a good beer. It's time for babes supporting babes.
6: I am sitting down having a beer with Wendy from Brew Pug SC on the gram. How are you doing, Wendy? Great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, I know. I'm super
5: excited. I am drinking a beer. Um, I wanted to drink a South Carolina beer, so I'm drinking a Hazelwood Stein beer, which mm-hmm. means Stone beer in German. It's a beer that you know prior to having metal uh, brewing vessels. They had wood, wood barrels, oak barrels, and so they couldn't put an open flame under that. So the brewing method is to heat stone, usually granite, um, really hot, and then put it down mm-hmm. in the wort. And those stones down on the wort, the sugar's kind of caramelize around it, and it gives the beer a smoky taste. It's really good. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's amazing. Matt Rogers, who owns Hazelwood, he locally sourced his own granite off of the property where Hazelwood sits. Okay. So he locally sourced some blue granite, and he heated it to 600 degrees. And I was actually there on the brew day, and the guys were like little kids. They were so excited to put those hot stones down in the water yeah. and watch it boil, you know? And even when the beer is moved over to ferment in the lagering process, they will add those stones back to continue that flavor infusion.
6: Really cool. Now, did you partake
5: in the brewing, or did you just observe? I just watched, I think probably for insurance reasons, they didn't want me handling those hot stones. So <laughs> it was, it was a little scary watching them. We were all videoing, you know, for Instagram. Cool. Well, thank you so much for
6: sharing. And I know you love Hazelwood. They're your favorite locals.
5: They are. They are. I feel really proud to have them in our community.
6: Very cool. Right on.
5: So what made you want to start Group Hug SD? I had some friends that got me into craft beer and at that time I was a preschool teacher. I would start to post my beers and, you know, we like to post sometimes in the mornings, you know, post a beer that we've had the night before. Uh Um, It just started to, you know, I had a lot of parents following me and I started to think, maybe this isn't the best idea. They they were thinking I was drinking prior to going to preschool in the morning. Right, Right. teachers probably do. (laughs) I I I wouldn't blame them. I wouldn't blame them. But um, I have a cute rescue pug, Apples, and so I just incorporated her image with the beer um, initially, so that you know it kind of separated that from my teacher life.
6: Perfect. All right, next question. What is your favorite post on your feed
5: and why? Okay, this was super easy. It okay. is a post that I made um, the beginning of October. It was for a contest for Pug Day. Maplewood Brewery in Chicago put on a contest for Pug Day. And so I took a picture of my two, pu- I actually have a fawn pug and now I have a black pug also. And I took a picture of them on a Zoom together, which was really <laughs> difficult. So it's partially my favorite picture because my whole family had to help me. My kids had mm-hmm. you know, lunch lunch meat and stuff, but it yes. is mo- mostly my favorite picture because craft beer community got behind me, uh-huh. like on this crazy wave of love <laughs> that I've just never, it was just crazy. And, and people just liked the post and and they shared my my contest entry. I mean, it was just, it was amazing and I ended up winning.
6: Are you ready for some rapid fires?
5: I hope so. I've got my right. beer in hand.
6: Okay, let's go. First beer you drink?
5: Michelob. Okay. <laughs> Gateway craft beer. It, it has to be Bell's. It was probably too hearted originally. And then okay. I remember the first beer I kind of hunted for was Hot Slam.
6: Right on. That's awesome. Okay. Cans or bottles?
5: Mmm. Usually cans. Favorite beer and food pairing? Anything salty. And generally, what happens is I have a beer or two and Usually eat potato chips or something I shouldn't be eating a ton of. All
6: right. It's a Tuesday night. What are you drinking?
5: If it's it football, is. I'm drinking an IPA, but on Tuesday, okay. probably a stout. Okay. What is your beercation destination? Well, <laughs> I would love to come to California. <laughs> there we see go. All my, all my beer buddies there. But if I can coax yes. my best beer bestie into going somewhere, I think that you and I would go to Colorado. I think that that's a solid answer. Yes. Favorite non-beer hobby? Probably working out. I put a lot of time into that. Earning your booze. Well, it definitely shows. Oh, thanks. Yeah, (laughs) earning my booze. Favorite guilty pleasure beer? Probably the beer lately that I get uh, the most funny looks about is that Yingling Hershey beer. Um, I like it. It's got that little... You know, Hershey flavor in it, and I like it a lot.
6: Favorite word or slang for being drunk?
5: Shittered. 100% (laughs) shittered.
6: Okay, last one. You ready? This is the heavy one. We going for the the brew dog. Are we going with Marty, Doug, or Apples?
5: Can we take all three? (laughs) (laughs) Got to pick one. Well, I have to take apples because I have to you live have with her. You have to take so apples. You totally have, have to. Take to. And, I know. Let's, let's be serious. She's the girl of the of the three, and yeah? she's the most. Yeah. she's the most. Um, <laughs> grumpy. So I think uh, I think all three of us should choose apples if we have to. So. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I advise yes. you to. Oh, yeah, it's funny is I just realized all three of them are rescues. That's cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
6: that's cute. All right, well, that's it. I, that's all I have for you as far as breaking you through the coals with all the questions. I really appreciate you hanging out with me and having a beer and looking forward to seeing what you post next on the ground. Thanks, Allie. This was great. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much. Thank you, Wendy. Love you so much. I love you, girl.
1: Allie, that was fantastic.
2: Oh, man. I'm like I'm red face and holding my breath. And oh, my gosh, this entire time. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm like nervous.
0: That was, it was okay?
1: phenomenal. Plus, we all love Wendy, anyways. So, uh, she's, so she's our good. sassy Southern Belle.
2: Gosh, she's so <laughs> she's so fucking good. I like even when she just says hello. I'm like, God, I just melt into a puddle. I good good <laughs> seriously, that woman is unreal. She's At one so point, she good. Went,
1: mm, I was like, Jesus Christ!
0: Right yeah. back, oh, I
2: was watching your face, especially when she said she liked <laughs> salty snacks. <laughs>
0: you weren't supposed to tell about that one
2: dan disapproves again
1: yeah (laughs) yeah uh so do yourselves a favor go follow wendy on the gram at Hug sc all one word and uh hope to get shittered with wendy someday
2: it's gonna happen it's gonna happen one day that woman man i love her she's so cute
1: (laughs) yes indeed now let's find out what i'm drinking over here
0: Through the bullpen for
1: beer. Yeah, he does. Uh, In honor of Wendy wanting to go to Colorado for her beer-cation destination. With me. I figured, that's what she said. It's only because she was talking to you. I pulled out Elevation (laughs) Beer Company's False Summit Belgian Quad. It's 11.1%, has 30 IBUs. It's a 4.11 on untapped and a 90 on beer Advocate. From the brewery, they say aromas of dark fruits, vanillas, and bourbon seep off False Summit's milk chocolate head. As the beer warms, notes of caramel, oak, and dark Belgian candy sugar come more prevalent. We named this beer False Summit, as some may be disheartened to find out that this is not a barrel-aged version of our farm of our famous, a piece four. Yet this barrel-aged quad, like the final stretch of a mountain peak, is as enjoyable, if not more rewarding, than what came before, and yes, this is phenomenal. It is everything I love about a barrel aged quad. I think the first barrel aged quad I ever had was Sticky Monkey, and we all know and love Sticky Monkey. Mm-hmm. This, by way of Colorado elevation brewing in Poncha Springs, Colorado. I happened to be up there last summer and just came across these guys by accident. Since then, I've had a couple of their beers on the show. Found out during the Rona they were shipping, so I I had to order a bunch. And this is, I think, my second order from them. And this is everything the description says. There's caramel. There's oak. There's some uh, some candy, especially like on the nose. You really get that candy sugar on the nose, mm. and uh, the flavor. You get that. Oh god, that whiskey barrel, that uh, bourbon barrel. It's so delicious. It's so smooth. It's not quite as um, sticky. I'll say as like a sticky monkey it doesn't quite have that thickness. A little thinner mouthfeel, but that flavor is. It's very similar. You get the the barrel. The the bourbon barrel, you get the stickiness from the candy. It's just, it's such a great easy sipper. I will say the eleven point one, extremely well hidden, dangerously. Yeah, it's uh not warm at all.
3: Oh, I would think with the uh like just giving you a chance to have a sip there, but the eleven point one percent, you know, like it would have more mouth fill in it. Thinking like, like there's more to it, like like a sticky monkey, like you said, just kind of having that that thick, sweet, sticky on yeah. there. But uh to, I'm surprised to learn that it's, it's a little more thinner on that end.
1: Yeah, you get the flavors, the mm-hmm. sticky flavors, but you don't, it's not quite as thick as a sticky monkey. It, wow. it doesn't have that kind of I don't know syrupy texture, if right? You will. But yeah,
3: there you go. That's what I was saying. Syrup, like I would think, yeah. with the syrupy that like, comes, you know, the <laughs> look at all these words. of I me. Mean, look at all these drops. This is terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I'm but, shaking like,
2: my head at you now, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm shake. I get to shake my head back at you.
3: <laughs> but you know what I mean, like you know, with the syrup yeah. brings the uh, <laughs> the ABV, but apparently not.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, they're not they're not hand in hand, and uh, it's it's not super thick, really, but it's still a great drinking experience. A great, you know, you sitting out on the porch on, an, on a cool evening. That's the thing. It's starting to finally cool down here in Southern California. I was like, yeah, time to time to open up something big because nice. it's finally cooling down, and it may not last. So, you know? indeed, very delicious. Thank you, Elevation. They are they're making some good beers. They go to their website, Elevation Beer Company over there in Poncho Springs. they they're shipping to whatever state allows oh. sh- uh, shipments from out of state. <laughs> through uh, bev.com it's pretty pretty badass so uh all right let's wrap things up with just a little bit of booze news extra extra drink all about it it's time for booze news one more for wendy speaking of colorado colorado has elected john hickenlooper to the u.s senate and you're going who cares well he is the founder of wincoop brewing company in denver we talked about him a while back at least a year ago. He was sort of he's one of those people that were like running for president, but we all knew would never make it.
2: Like Joe Exotic.
1: So, well, Joe Exotic's in jail. But uh <laughs>
2: he tried before he got locked up. I'm just saying. True.
1: True. So yeah, so he uh he got elected to the US Senate, uh, so a brewery owner in the Senate. So uh nothing wrong with that.
3: Was he the one with the uh beer campaign? Like he was totally like circ- like he had like a promo like going around but it was very like beer related like make make
2: america drink again
3: something like that where he just couldn't stop talking about that he was like maybe he was a brewer i think maybe it was somebody else
1: i i know that he had some videos going around and i remember them mentioning you know wincoop brewing and that i don't remember them being like all about beer and drunk or anything like that i don't know okay might Hmm. be might be i don't know uh dixie beer Company. Is they announced they're going to change their name because it's you know not cool anymore, and they have finally picked a name. They will be faborg Brewing, and I, or Farborg. I'm sure I'm butchering the hell out of that, and that is French for neighborhood.
2: What's the, what was the original name?
1: Dixie Dixie, Dixie Brewing, down in uh, Louisiana. Dixie, yeah. Dixie.
2: Oh, I think that's kind of cute.
3: And yeah, right. I
1: was thinking yeah. like Dixie, yeah, very southern.
2: Yeah, that's total a, little yeah. southern bell. Yeah, unfortunately,
1: so, it's a little too southern, I guess.
2: Oh, oh uh, uh uh-huh. Oh, yeah. the light bulbs really? are going off. Dang, yeah, that's, really,
1: some, uh, some undertones that? that are too southern. Well, I think on
4: their name, they had uh, their logo was the Confederate flag. Was OG. it? I could be wrong
1: about that, but I think when I looked it up, I saw that.
2: Is he being serious? I am
1: I'm unsure about that one. Yeah, I don't oh. know if I can believe you or not, Scott. <laughs> so uh, anyways, they announced a few months ago that they were going to change their name, and, and they finally come up on a winner, and that was Faborge, Faborg. I'm sure I'm butchering it. Brewing.
2: And what did so. you say that translates? What does it translate neighborhood. to? Neighborhood. Oh, neighbor. Okay. Yeah. Won't you be mm-hmm. my neighbor? Yeah. Kind of,
3: Maybe it nice. sounds better when you have this Louisiana accent. I'm sure Ooh. it sounds way better. Fabah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, know it, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get the guy from water boy to uh
3: if only uh, we knew
2: yeah, a southern us. bell
1: we need wendy to say it for us maybe mm-hmm. that'll be there, there you go <laughs> yeah, you're
2: picking right. up what i'm putting down
1: yeah so uh what else pabst finally buys the shuttered molson brewery down in socal for 150 million dollars so uh pbr coming at us fresh can't wait mm. yeah Uh to, to join the ever-growing list of basic bitches guinness is going to release a gingerbread spiced stout and imperial stout just in time for the holidays. <laughs> oh <laughs> can't my wait. god, so unnecessary! I can't believe Guinness is gonna do that.
3: Like, that's so like <laughs> really beneath them.
1: Yeah, you know, as much as I really don't like Guinness, they right. do kind of hold this higher status amongst big beer yeah and uh it kind of it does see below them you're right seems like most of my friends even if they don't
3: even drink craft beer like a guinness to them is like you know like that's it a guinness like that's, yeah, it's just, fancy. that's yeah, their mainstay it's and like in a category all, of its own yeah exactly yeah it, it goes without saying you know what a guinness is you know how it tastes everything and now they're just gonna fuck it all up pretty you know much like,
2: you know what's crazy about a guinness though is like i mean this is guys just don't judge me but is it just the dark beer? Do they just have that one? The the Guinness?
3: They got a couple. Yeah, they Do got they? a couple, right? But I mean, everyone just knows the Guinness. The Guinness,
2: like the black yeah. and tan, or the Irish Car mm-hmm. Bomb, or whatever. Like, I mean, it's almost Oof, like um,
3: Irish Car Bomb. I don't know. It's like a household they're, they're,
2: name. I guess they're a one trick pony, <laughs> huh? <laughs>
3: It is. It's like, you know, like, you know, fucking Heinz, you know, it's ketchup, right. Kool-Aid, you know it's juice, Guinness, you know it's a fucking Right. Yeah. Dan,
2: that's the that's kinda of where I was going with like, you know, Band-Aid or Kleenex or whatever. Exactly. You right. know, it's, Lower blade. It's yeah. It's a
1: household name. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you get me, Dan.
1: Let me let me
4: just jump in real quick and apologize to Dixie Brewing because I did I was incorrect. There I read an article about another bar down in Midwest that had Confederate flags. And they were forced to change their name and their logos. It was oh. not Dixie Brewing. So
1: Dixie was not forced, they they voluntarily yeah. stepped up and yeah.
4: So they
2: did it, have a Confederate flag on they did their logo? Not. No.
1: They did
4: not. Oh um,
2: yeah.
3: No, I, I was thinking of somebody else. Oh man. Way to way to add to that hot water there, Scott.
2: <laughs> they volunteered to just change their name or they volunteered. No, they voluntarily their changed their name. Oh, okay.
3: Way to add to that hot water they were in there,
1: man. Just when they mm. thought they were out,
3: you pull them back in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true. Um, all right. Let's let's uh, let's hit some music and get up on out of here. Uh, by the way, hi, Vanessa.
2: Oh, Vanessa. Hi. Hey. Thanks, hey, babe. Thanks, everyone,
1: for listening. <laughs> thanks for joining along. Find us at uh and at theunfilteredgentleman on the socials. Hey, Flex, give us a call. I you sense. can find Allie on the gram at Allie in Cali, A-L-L-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y. Email us, gentleman at gmail.com. Hey, you know what? We want to know your thoughts on the big breakfast burrito debate. Yes. Leave us a voicemail, and email, whatever it is. 805-538-BEER, 2337. Los Angeles,
3: we know you listen. It's your time <laughs> to shine, baby. Yeah, in I with don't... that as the breakfast
1: burrito shit, we need to know. We need the uh, the right answers here.
3: And maybe on, we could LA. get
2: a voicemail from Vanessa. I'm gonna start calling people out one by one. This week, I'm calling out Vanessa. Come on, girl.
1: Yeah, we we need to know what uh, the breakfast burrito scene in Miami is like. So yeah, let us know.
2: totally curious about that.
1: All right, everybody, stay very well hydrated out there. And on that note, good night,
2: everybody.